Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Booyah, Grandma, booyah. Tangent alert! For Sunday, the 20th of March, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I am No Wise. I'm Iolite. I am Dexa. <laughs> I am Gwenora. And I'm Grail. And we are creatively sharing microphones today. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we accidentally had one of the uh, microphones leave the premises and not return. I'm looking at you, Dexa. It is out on a journey. It's having an adventure. Adventure time. It's more well-traveled than we are, which is frightening and wrong. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Welcome to this week's edition of Casually Hardcore, where, despite the fact that we're a little bit short of equipment, we do, in fact, have a wonderful full house. If you're joining us live, and you should be, you should be in Internet Relay Chat. Come to vtwproductions.com, click on the chat button at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, get yourself on the video wall. Choose chat plus video. If you lack a webcam or are painfully shy, simply choose chat, and you can join the text-only web-based IRC client. Get in there and discuss the goings-on during the show. If you wish to... Get in touch with the hosts during the show. Please do not send a personal message to any of the hosts directly. Instead, utilize our very own monkey boy. I mean, IRC representative, nay, producer. You decided to change that uh, from P on the host, so. Wait, is he actually yeah. here? And is he here? or? Oh, uh, I should probably should have verified yeah. that first. Since yeah. I thought we were only giving him the producer credit if, if he, he wasn't, wasn't here. here. Exactly. Did you, did you accidentally? <sighs> I may have slipped. Oh, no. Oh. I may have slipped. His head just just blew up three hat sizes just oh, with that one man. statement. I fail to It'll such an almost epic match degree. the beard then. <laughs> no, oh, almost, can match the but beard. nothing can match <laughs> Sir Reginald Tippinsworth the third. That's right, Esquire. Esquire. Please, if you need to bring something to our attention in the IRC, send a personal message to Barry VA. That is the Barry Von Awesome. Barry White. In the IRC, he will sanitize it change the verbiage, and probably just change it to one of his own questions and bring it to our attention. Do not pee on the host directly because we don't like having to towel off after the show. If you wish to submit emails, please send them to the show at alphageekradio.com. That is the show at alphageekradio.com. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. Ben. What's up? What's up? Ah, I didn't think we were going to make it here today. Phew. I just yeah. had the weird feeling of I had to bundle into the car, go down to the office, and unscrew the 24-7 server that I had managed to screw up this morning. Nice. Yeah, I kind of fail on it. So first scale. he screwed it, and then he unscrewed yeah. it. <laughs> he That's unscrewed the difference it. between a server and a pregnant woman. You can unscrew a screwed up server. You can't <laughs> unscrew a pregnant woman. But I digress. Okay. Old joke is old. I know. Mm -hmm. Old joke. Very old. I think the original version of that was what's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? Oh, yeah. Yes, you can unscrew a light bulb. Yeah. (sighs) (sighs) Lo, I am old. Silence! I just give that to myself right now. Just get it right out of the way. Yeah. 
Sorry, I'm a little sleep deprived and a little insomnia last night. Oh no! But the insomnia led to what I will have as my major topic during uh, the geek out segment at the end of the cool of the show. So there awesome, was, there was an upside. Go I- Warner Brothers and DC Comic Universe. Yo. Okay. All right. As uh, I mentioned, sleep deprived. Yeah. Well, I have. Uh, let's see. For the tangent section, should, should we describe the Odyssey this week? Oh, please do. <laughs> Here's the rest of the segment, guys. You can all just sit back from your mics now. Um, so uh, we had a plan to take Nemesis. Uh, ne- Nemesis and I were going for a uh, turnaround at uh, Disneyland. And we opted to drive because flying is pretty expensive right now. And my car gets really good gas mileage and is, quite frankly, a, a pleasure to drive. Oh. Um, and so we, we got everything ready and we headed out Wednesday morning around 10 o'clock. And, you know, we get... Pretty good, clear, you know, we're, we're 50, 60, 70 miles. Into, into the open desert. Into the open desert. Um, gone by a couple of rest stops at this point, And I hear something that sounds like a metal zipper running down the underside of my car. Oh. And I said. I thought you meant nemesis. And I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was there going go. with it. <laughs> I have. And so I hear this. You people this, are all sick. You just. You just <laughs> uh, so, rest stops. And I'm like, I'm like, hmm, what's. What, is that what noise? was that noise? I I don't. What well, had to be some sort of road debris. So I, mm-hmm. I keep driving on a little bit, and I hear it again Ooh. about three minutes later. And I'm you know, it, it's a seventy-five mile an hour speed limit. I'm driving a Lexus. Yeah. And the car still feels pretty good. But I pull over and I check the tires. Yeah. You know, and I'm just everything looks okay. And I get back in, and I'm like. Mm. You know, I forgot to check the inside of the tires. The car is pretty low to the ground. I forgot, and I realize that as I'm driving along. So I'm, uh, I better pull over at the next rest stop and check the inside of the tires just to be sure. So you can't get under the car. The car's pretty low to the ground. Pull over at the next rest stop, and I put my hands inside the the wheels, and everything's okay until I get to the back passenger side tire. And I put my hand inside, and I rip the crap out of the insides of my fingers. On bare on steel bare belting. On bare steel belting. Oh. And the tire has separated on the inside. Say oh it with me, kids. And is, Tread separation. Yeah. yeah. And is just getting ready. You could tell that it was going to be one of those major, just peel the whole explode, tire off. Yeah. You know, at 80 miles an hour on the highway. Yeah, bad, touch, that. bad touch. Bad <laughs> touch. Uh, so there I am at the rest stop, changing my tire. Yep. To the little baby spare. Sure. Right? The donut. In the middle of the desert. Um. And of course, some some really kind gentlemen. Um, I believe it was Al and Sam uh, came up to me and said, "You know, in all good conscience, we can't stand here and watch you do that. Get out of the way." Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> and and changed my tire for me. And they were really really sweet. I had everything Chivalry all set up. Is I was not dead. I was just looking for the place, you know, because there's a specific place you have to put the jack on the side. Otherwise, you'll bend the, right, right, the side of, of the car. So you've got to get it in the right spot. So I was just getting ready to set the jack um, when they came up and took over. So it was like, all right, I am, I'm not arguing. Jack not um, name, jack job. Mm-hmm. And uh, so get the tire changed and manage to hobble across the desert to Blythe. Uh, Say and, it with me, Blythe, the yes. most unfortunately named city ever. Uh, and we get there, and I get directed to a place called Alex's Tires. Very nice people at Alex's Tires. However, uh, they did not have my tire. Uh, and they said, you won't find that anywhere in Blythe. 
you're going to have to go on to Palm Springs. You must travel on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Continue your adventure. Meanwhile, your princess is in another castle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, you can't actually drive more than about 45 miles an hour on the spare tire. Right. Because it's a baby That's spare. That's a guideline. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with it is if you drive faster than about 50 miles an hour for too long on that tire, yeah. the tire heats up. Yep. And it will it can peel or blow the same way that that the other ones do. So here I am hobbling across desert 45 miles an hour to get to Palm Springs. And I end up in Palm Springs. It's now taken like six and a half hours to get to Palm Springs from here. And we end up putting four new tires on the car in Palm Springs. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. That was totally in the budget. And this is, is, of course, it's a Lexus. Mm -hmm. So tires for... Lexus. 18-inch rims. Uh, not inexpensive. Right. So the cheapest I could get out of there it was about 1200 bucks by the time we were done for four new tires. So we finish up. We get, we get there. We left it at 945 in the morning. We get there. It's close to 7. <laughs> We've been driving. It's been 10 hours on the road total. On the upside. With everything. You're alive. Yep. yep. Exactly. Get checked into the hotel. Luckily, the hotel was all prepaid and everything. Um, go to the same Outback Steakhouse where we met Octail for dinner, right, a couple of years ago at BlizzCon. No, remember, remember that? that. No, we went to Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, we went to Joe's. Yeah, when we they were there. The, oh, when they yeah. were there. Right. We, okay. we went to a, a different right. visit. Okay, yep. different visit. But they're right next to each other. The right. Joe's Crab oh. Shack is right next no, to the so Outback. It's in yep. the same, same little right, where you guys, the hotel you guys stayed at. Oh, okay. you remember? Yeah. Um, no. When you stayed at Sheridan, <laughs> you don't remember? It's all, okay, it's so, all a blur. It's blur. blur. Sorry. <laughs> so I go in there. lizard-shaped blur. Go in there, take my son, sit at the bar, because I'm too tired to wait in line. So here's me and my eight-year-old son sitting at the bar eating dinner. baby. In, in a, a bar. bar. <laughs> Go back to the hotel, head over to Disneyland. We get to Disneyland. I give him my card uh, to buy the tickets and declined. Oh, because we <laughs> just bought tires. <laughs> we just put their. She didn't consider the fact that there was no freaking money left in oh. the account. <laughs> you just I, ate your paycheck. Right. I called you and said. Are we okay to put four new tires on the car? Should I go with two? And we were talking at that time about tires. And I'm thinking, okay, those tires are all equally old and equally worn. Which risk, was true. Risk flaming death or empty the account. Let's empty the account. Yeah. Not big on the whole flaming death thing. <laughs> so there we are, standing at the gate of Disneyland. Oh, Oopsie. <laughs> So I keep having her try and charge less and less and less money. <laughs> Meanwhile, to my see. cell phone is ringing off the hook with I... the Visa fraud prevention people saying multiple attempts to use your card out of pattern. My God, approve, approve. Oh God, how much would it cost just to see Mickey <laughs> from like twenty yards away? <laughs> hey, do you guys so... sell binoculars? Exactly. <laughs> so, so we get. So we get and and we get to the point where I figure out okay this is how much we have in the account. I charge a little bit on the card, give them the rest in cash because I did get cash out of the the bank before I left, so I was able to make up. We did one park one day, you know. Off we go, and so we go. We have uh, thirteen fabulous hours at Disneyland before Nathaniel's completely exhausted. Nice. We get back on the tram, back to the car, 
and the car is gone. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> the car that we just put for worth of new, new tires, tires on to is now gone. Spot G4. Nothing. It's uh, kind of empty. Holy crap. <laughs> so... So at this point, I'm like, I'm done. I just sit down yeah. on the floor of the garage just like, <laughs> and call Todd and no just mas. burst into tears. I'm like, oh I'm, my God. Io calls me. I'm going to have to go and get the been cops. Stolen. <laughs> and my response is, God is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell him. You're not need- helping. <laughs> That's exactly what I told him. Yeah. That is not what I called you for. <laughs> I don't care. God is dead. Now oh I'm going to call my. and see about getting you flown home. Yeah. And see if we can borrow my parents' <laughs> RAV4 for the next eternity. Oh, my God. So so I go and I get the security guy. And, well, at first I find the, the people. Hello. Whoa. Arch nemesis, which is just saying, hi. Rawr. Yeah. And Dax so, takes over the RAR containment. Yep. So she basically, uh, I go down and I find the people that are handling all the trams. And I say, I think, yeah, I think my car has been stolen. What do I do? Uh, you know, call security. What's the deal? Disneyland has its own police force, apparently. Off we go. So call them. Their radio doesn't work. I have to go upstairs back into the into the structure and push the little emergency button. There's a little blue light. Yeah. So it turns out. That they've been relabeling at Disneyland, mm-hmm. and there are two section um, G8s oh. on the same level at this point in time, and they know exactly where everyone is parking. At every moment of the day. So the first thing security says is, what time did you pull in this morning? I said, between 8.10 and 8.30. And they said, we'll be right there. And they come over and they walk me to my car. Nice. (laughs) Which is still parked in spot G4. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And then they offered you a free day at Disneyland for the inconvenience. Oh, hell Uh, no. Right. No, I believe his last line was... I said, thank God. He said, have a magical evening, ma'am. And walked away. (laughs) Yeah, I'd have been like, jackass, bring your butt back here. We're going to talk to management. I I thought my damn car was stolen, and you owe me something for that because you're... Sorry, I'm... Oh, man. There's that relief, though, you get with finding your car. Oh, I know that. Well, as soon as the relief wore off, I'd be like, jackass, bring your butt back here and bring management with you. So I basically, I, I have to admit, though, that half a magical evening was a little bit like, I, I here I was, and I'm processing that, and I'm going, that guy just completely played on the fact, on the fact that I was thanking God, literally, yep. <laughs> that my car was actually still there. I reject your reality and substitute my own. So so off we go. We went back, spent spent the one last night in the hotel, and drove home without incident on Friday. Wow. So overall, a fabulous week for you. Yeah. So it was really Need one of those. I remind you of the ancient Chinese curse, which reads, may you live in interesting times. It was an interesting trip. That's for darn sure. 
Oh, so, yeah. yes, I actually did begin referring to it as the Odyssey. Yes, Because the Odyssey. it was quite a, an extravaganza of travel. Uh, but it only took me, I think, six and a half hours to get home with the, the new tires. Driving and, leisurely without... Strange. Fear of death. Yes. Fear of flaming. <laughs> yes. More than driving an I-10 normally, you right. fear of well, flaming death, yeah, which is a pretty high right. percentage of the time. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We made it. Your kid and, is trying to uh, kill me. Yes, she does that. Yes, <laughs> Nemesis has has discovered the "I want to peel your face off" maneuver. Oh yes, Arch Nemesis has um, grown talons, exactly. skin yes. pliable. Mm. Yes, Ooh. Ooh, I can have that. The mm. adults yeah. make the f- most fun noises when I do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, parenthood. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Are you smoking crack? Entirely possible. So, yes, but we had a fabulous day at Disneyland, like Good. four times on Space Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain at least three times. Again, again, again. Yeah, all of them, all of them. He, he did finally learn, though, as we were getting closer and closer to time to leave, that, that it, was, uh, it was not good to stand in a 60-minute line. Or something. If we want, we want more. If coverage. we want to do a lot, ah, it's not a good idea. That's you a good lesson. So. He's on a big Toy Story kick of late. So the Buzz Lightyear interactive shoot 'em up ride was right. a, was a big winner on this trip. Oh, that yeah. was oh, fun. Yeah. The the yeah. Astro oh, Blasters yeah, ride was was awesome. I beat you all. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that part's fuzzy. I remember the ride yeah, itself right. was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm feeling the love. Are you feeling the love? <laughs> it's palpable. Yeah. <laughs> so very yeah. much so. So, oh, that's, how, very so nice that's how my spring break went. <laughs> I stayed home and I minded the arch nemesis. Nice. And attempted to get work done, which was no small undertaking. <laughs> Cause she's high maintenance. Oh yeah. Yes she is. Yes she is. Adorable, but high maintenance. And that's mm-hmm. kind of women in a nutshell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Oh, my goodness. God damn me. I second that motion. <laughs> Barry VA has a new trick. What? Is turn, turning into, actually turned into a very large dragon. Is this on the oh, video wall? Oh, no. No. This must be in-game. Uh, but that is pretty funny. If he did yes, that on the video in-game. wall, though, he gets a producer <laughs> credit. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> and, and, and you can ride him. Are you going I'm, to mount Barry VA? I did mount Barry, B- Barry VA. I'm a little uncomfortable now. <laughs> You're uncomfortable? Yeah, that's the vial of the forgotten sands from archaeology and, uh, and alchemy huh. combined. You take a potion, you become a dragon. And people can mount you. And you're now that's a mount in your inventory is to just turn into a dragon. That, that, that's great. How do I get off? I can't get off. I don't know how. You want Barry VA to get you off after you yeah, mounted him? That's... that's just you're not you're not <laughs> helping. Um, uh, this is required by law. I, 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 I literally have no idea what to do with this. <laughs> Sign out of the game and, you, and uninstall. Close your account is the only, the only viable Magnetize alternative. Magnetize the hard drive. Yes, right. Oh, I see. There is a leave vehicle button. Yes. I found it. Salt the earth. Salt the earth. Glass bullet. <laughs> glass it. We used to glass the surface of that planet and call it good. Nuke the site from orbit. Nice. It is the, the only, only way, way to be, be sure. sure. Yes. You damn right. Mm-hmm. So saith Ellen Ripley. What? 
Ellen, Ellen Ripley. Ripley. We got to nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way That's to be sure. That's the name sure. of the character. No, no. But I thought Hicks said that. They both no. said it. They Hicks both was said dead it. at that yeah. point. No. No, Hicks. I think, no, no. Hicks were said it. Hudson was dead. No, Hudson. no he was still alive at that point. I yes. say we take off. Because Ellen says it first. I say we take right, off. Nuke right. the site. Before we're on the way to be sure. And then Hicks, Hicks says, says it later. Hicks says it again yes. when they say, what, are, what should we do yeah. now? And that's right. All right. Cool. Yeah. 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 Geek Have cred. Get my Geek cred restored. Up high. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. what, they're, what they're doing actually is debating <laughs> yeah. something that is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, 20 years old now? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> I saw Red Riding Hood last weekend. Aliens was like yeah. a year ago. And, yeah. And that's all there is to it. Yeah, no. And there was never another yeah, movie and you're after a freshman Alien. In college. There was not. There was no never. movies ever made. There was after. one really misleading teaser trailer, and then silence. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Was that not... the Alien Predator movie? No, no it was there... supposed to be Earth Hive. Right. Oh. The, the original script that they teased said, "In 1978, you learned nobody can hear you scream when you scream in space. On Earth, and, everyone can hear you and scream. And you'll learn mm-hmm. on this year that on Earth, everyone can hear you scream. Yeah, see, told you. Ah, yes." She's and attempting to remove a piece of your ear. Yep. Produced that movie that, by itself, if it had not been a part of the Alien franchise, would have been a pretty good movie. Number three or four? Three. Okay. Um, you no. take out the fact that more generic characters into that and not say, oh, great, all the people we were so happy survived the last one were killed in the first 30 seconds of this one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you hit the big reset button on the character for what reason exactly? If there were characters you didn't have a previous investment in, it would have played better. Wouldn't have been a great movie, but wouldn't have been the, oh, my God, turd that it was. No, that was horrible. It was bad no matter what. There's yeah. just no way around that one. Yeah, no. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I found a few things to like in it. But I found more to like in Resurrection, Resurrection. than I did in 3. Uh, first two-thirds of Resurrection. Yeah. yeah the last yeah. third, what, what the hell was that? No, it was pretty terrible Ugh. at that point, yeah. Like I said, nothing really was made after Aliens. Yeah, that's see, I, I just think that's, that series now is prime for a reset. Good luck with that. From the end of Aliens. They, they had, and they had Ridley Scott on board for yeah. an Alien prequel. Oh, and, that would have been... But then it fell oh, apart. Oh, yeah. It fell apart. It's, it's, it's going to be produced, but as a wholly new movie, not not necessarily uh, the Xenomorphs. Really? Yeah. Because I saw it in one of those, you know, when yep. you go to the movie theater and you get the little pamphlet yep. thing that says all the movies coming. It flew off the rails. Oh, and it's becoming something else. So Ridley Scott is still producing a sci-fi alien type movie. It just won't necessarily be the pure alien prequel that we were all rooting for, which is too bad. Ah. So I thought that might have might have had some potential where they just ignore all that crap that happened at the end and jump to before and you know, see how the ship full of aliens got there in the first place. I mean, there have been some, some damn fine comic book explorations of those plots and story ideas. Mm-hmm. Dark Horse had a, a couple of alien ones, and some that were actually horrifically bad, but some that were really pretty damn good. Yeah, no, I mean, there was that series of books that started with Earth Hive and then Nightmare yeah, Asylum. Those were, yeah, those were, those were good. Those were good Those books. were really, really good yeah. books, yeah. And then Hollywood came. And then poof, gone. Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. He was gone, yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A visual joke, uh, being entertained by baby. Though if you're on the video wall, you can see uh, Daxa high-fiving. The, the <laughs> playing patty cake with the baby. shadow cutout of Daxa yeah. playing patty cake with the baby. 
my God, I see a like shaven and bathed and clean cut Gohex. Dude. That never I was happens. Say. Who are you? What have you done with Gohex? But I digress. <laughs> I'll be in the car. You having fun shaking shaking up? Wow. Shake the baby. <laughs> Kick the baby. <laughs> no. Yeah. So So I, I know none of us can hope to compare to the Odyssey, but what you no. been up to? I got a new phone. So that's cool. pretty cool. What'd you get? Android. Which uh, one? Uh, LG uh, Optimus S, I believe it's called. Same one that Daxa has. Same one Copycat that uh, indeed. Aridin has. So, <laughs> but I mean, it was one of those things where I went on the website for we we go through Sprint, and I went on there, and I was dinking around paying our bill. And I looked on there, I was like, eh, let me take a look at the phones. I know I'm eligible for an upgrade, and they had paid I don't know 100 bucks I think for your guys, 50 bucks for your phones, and had a rebate though that you had to mail in for it and all this stuff. So I went on there, and they said web special now, all instant rebates. This same phone, 20 bucks. I was like, so winner. So I ordered that, and then I. Uh, I put the order in and I had to call up because I had some charges on my bill I wanted to dispute, you know, some miscellaneous stuff that Aaron had managed to download. I just basically wanted to say, you know, I'll pay the charge, stop him from but doing stop this. him from doing this. And so I talked to this guy. He was really helpful. And so at the end of the call, he goes, oh, you know, you're one of our preferred customers, blah, blah, blah. And you get like a $5 off your bill if you go enter this web code. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's cool. He goes, oh, and also you get a credit if you upgrade one of the phones on your account. We'll give you, a, you know, like an $80 credit. And I was like... Well, funny enough, I just did that. And he's like, well, then funny enough, it's a good thing you called. I'm like, okay, then. So, you know, ta-da. And so, hence, I'm not leaving Sprint anytime soon because they quickly, you know, credited my account for $80, you know, which they awesome. probably could have just said, hey, you missed that one. Thank you very much, John. Good night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Well, the uh, I had I've been having experiences with Verizon because I had been with Verizon for a long time with my uh, Trio phone and the USB data modem. Right, right. And had moved the phone over to T-Mobile when I got the the Nexus One, but I left the data service and realized you know, the hot spot on the Nexus One has completely taken the place of the USB Verizon modem. Car, yeah. So in December I called and I'd, I'd been on month to month with them for two years at that point. You know, oh, okay. Long since satisfied any and said, "Yep, this here's my final payment. Close it up, please." Yep. And each and every month since then, I get the panicked call from their automated assistant saying, we're about to close your account for non-payment. Please make your payment now to preserve your good standing with us. Call them up, say, I canceled this last month. Right. Oh, yeah, we'll take care of that right now, sir. Next month, lather, rinse, repeat. Oh, man. Next month, lather, rinse. Kind of went into the store. And it just happened to be on iPad 2 day. Oh. And I hadn't realized that they are making a Verizon version of the iPad 2 with the CDMA data modem built into it. So it's actually you can choose to get either the AT&T mm. uh, GSM version or the Verizon CDMA built right in now. Right, right. So the Verizon store is getting ready to roll out their their iPad 2s as well at 5 o'clock that day. And I was walking in past the Apple store where they were all queued up. Yeah, of course. Heading out to the outside world. And went into the Verizon store and said, I would like you to fix this for me now, please. And I'm not walking out of here without a piece of paper that says that this is done. Right, right. And an hour and ten minutes later, it was done. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to play with the Zoom while I was standing there. That's oh, cool. Nice. <sighs> nice. My ordeal with uh, bureaucracy. <laughs> the joys of sharing yeah. a microphone. I read a new series. What did you read? <laughs> I read The Hunger Games. Hunger Games? The Hunger Games by, uh, what is it, Stephanie Collins? Collins is the last name. I don't recall the first name. Uh, yeah, it's a really neat series. It's three books. It's about a post-apocalyptic 
thick earth where um, they have formed into a capital city in 13 little districts, 13 little cities that kind of support the capital city. Then the districts uh, rebel because they, um, well, for lots of reasons, but they basically... 13 original colonies. Exactly. Well, the, <laughs> well, the city destroys the 13th district and then um, it pretty much enslaves the rest of them. And in order to remind them to, you know, sit down and shut up, basically... Who's your daddy? Exactly. Like my shirt says. Um, it basically, what they do is they have all the kids from age 12 to, I believe, 18 put their name in a pot. Mm-hmm. And then they draw one boy and one girl from each district except the capital. The capital doesn't do this. But of course. And they put them in what they call the Hunger Games, which is a uh, game, a fight to the death. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, but here's the thing. A lot of these, um, a lot of these kids are pretty poor and a lot of them actually have to, are, are the head of their family. So they have this thing where you can, I forget what it's called. It's like Tesseray or Tesseray. Tesseract. Something like that. <laughs> Basically, it's. Basically, they can um, they give them uh, grain and oil for one person for a year if they put their name in an extra time. Ah. So if you have four family members to take care of, then the first year your name goes in five, but it's cumulative. So the next year you're six or ten if you have to do it again. Right. So of course the rich kids don't their names don't go in as much, and and it's just all these. Uh, kids going and finding each other to the death and you know the dynamics between them it's really good i've devoured almost three books in what three day, three and a half days um, nom, i think nom, yeah nom, nom, nom. so it's been it's a good series from the black so, void from earlier barry va says the irony of arch nemesis hugging dax's face while we're talking about the alien movies is not lost on us <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to eat my face and yeah. uh, <laughs> our little face hugger and we also have from barry va in the gray void Tell Daxa that they're casting the movie version yes. of those books, and the girl who will be Mystique in the next X-Men movie will be the main character. Yes. Yeah. So who now they... this is called The Hunger Kit- Games? Kitness. Yes, The Hunger Games. Okay, because I'm looking for a series right now. I've been kind of going through short stories, yeah. you know, and I'm just like, uh, I need something to read. It's a good, <laughs> quick series. One of my friends let me know about it a long time ago, and I finally got to reading it. And in your copious really spare good. time. Yeah. It's been really good. And Gwen, how's your world? Okay. Feeling very feeling particularly verbose today, aren't you? I am. Any good fishing lately? I haven't really been fishing lately, no. Oh, okay. I, uh, <clears throat> was involved in a in a fly swap or still am for my fly fishing club. Kinky. Where it was basically was tie tie eighteen <laughs> flies, all of the same thing. And we have three different clubs. We have our club, and then I think we have two clubs in California. And Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, we're getting sound. <laughs> um, and there are 15 people involved in the three clubs, and you're going to get one of everybody's. I got you. So you all And then three catches. of them are going to go. One is going to go to each. One complete set of flies is going to go to each club so that they can raffle it off. That's nice. For charity or whatever. So I was tying flies for that. And I like to tie with glass beads. And I have a book. We're back to Kinky again. All it is is glass beads. No, you're at Kinky. The rest of us are <laughs> elsewhere. <Yeah. laughs> yes. 
Oh, they're so editing you're not, this you're segment. You're not doing oh, it right. We'll fix it so in post. No, someone else is so editing this yes. segment, and I'm not sure I'm going to actually be able to listen so to it when So that's kind of what I was doing, and that was one of the reasons why I got here. Like the last second today was because I stopped at the bead store, oh. which is always entertaining because I'm usually the only guy in there. The bead yeah. store! <laughs> Fabulous! Because yeah, I actually picked up a, <laughs> the latest issue of, issue of Fly Tire Magazine, and on the front it says the glitz of... Glass bead flies, and I was there with. Actually, I was out on a date last night, or no, it was Friday night at the bead store. No, <laughs> we walked into Barnes and Noble. Buying no, glass beads. No, we walked into Barnes and Noble, and I saw the latest copy of Fly Tire, so I picked it up. Well, the same guy that wrote the book that I get all these patterns out of was their featured tire for the month, and they had a little oh, profile, okay. and I got like another dozen patterns, and one of them I thought looked really promising, so I was like. Okay, I have to buy this, and then I have to go to the bead store and buy some more beads. And yeah, nice. So. That's cool. <laughs> it was cool. God. So, yeah, <laughs> other than that, it's uh, good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that brings us neatly to way past when, and the child has taken away my microphone, <laughs> to way past when we were supposed to have our first break. Here she you, goes again. Yeah, of course she does. <laughs> she knows she's heading for her nap. She's just getting her swipes in now while she can. Grab you yep. McGrabberson. You are listening oh. to Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We've got a content break in here called Torch Fail, and some lovely Creative Commons music from the wonderful Jonathan Colton, and the song is That Spells DNA. We'll be back right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Hello there, this is a content segment for Casually Hardcore on VTWProductions.com. This week I'm going to be telling you about a ARPG called Torchlight. It was made by the guys who were the remains of the ever-so-popular Flagship Studios. They made such great games as Flagship at Hellgate London. And that's it. They were going to make another ARPG MMO called Mythos. But the company shut down before then. The guys at Flagship wanted to finish what they started, made Grunick Games, and created this ARPG, Torchlight. In Torchlight, you play in the town of Torchlight and its mines. Inside these mines are, is Ember, a magical crystal thing that makes things magical and sparkly but can corrupt them too. So, you play as a destroyer, a big beefy I wanna thrash everything around dude, a vanquisher, 
the I'm going to shoot your face in from a distance character and the alchemist who is the I'm going to blow you up character with magic and you go into the mines and there's this whole big mystery blah 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 evil evil plot line mm, you have to be the hero yay as with any ARPG there's a absurd amount of loot so absurd that you can't carry it all but luckily you got a pet who has bags and you can send him back to town and sell stuff blah 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 it's great fun and you know there's three different talent trees for your characters and it's also great fun and you go down and you find different level types like mines and ruined civilizations and fun stuff you can enchant your weapon there's a weird enchantment system where you can enchant your item but there's also the chance that you might disenchant your item wiping everything clean but well, that's really all there is to it. It's an ARPG. You blow stuff up, and it's great fun. It's on Steam for give me a second. Uh, for fifteen dollars, you can also buy it on the Xbox 360 for fifteen dollars or twelve hundred Microsoft points. Get on the PC. Better inf interface. Anyway, I have been a heron. You have been you. This was a content segment on. Casually Hardcore on VTWProductions.com The song... We start the story when Mom met Dad And they danced all night And he took her home It might have been all the wine they had But they rolled the dice and won your genome Then you grew and you grew And one day you Someone convenient to blame You can take your pick, it's one or the other DNA, you're in my heart DNA, in fact you're in every part of my body Each cell has a nucleus, each nucleus is chromosome DNA, baby, that spells DNA Guani met ciders and fell in love And then thymine got busy with that RNA to the ribosome to make more protein. And while it's killing you dead, it will mess with your head. And it's the light in the dark that will guide you. It's the pages and pages of what you are like in the giant book that's hidden inside you. DNA.
like CCGs, and Doc Dad told me to listen to VTWProductions.com. Isn't it great? That's great actual physical contact. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio VTWProductions.com. It is now time to talk about games and brace yourselves. I played WoW. I've seen you on some this yeah, week. Yeah, you were on last night. Yeah. I was on last night. This is part of the upside of insomnia for a considerable <laughs> period of time. And actually ran some pugs and got my healing on and got my gear upgraded slightly some of the time. <laughs> and had had the typical pug experiences of the one where you get the random um extremely lengthy uh loading screen sometimes where you appear in the instance yeah. but you're staring at the you're still screen. waiting for it to come in yeah and yeah. my screen finally goes away and i see that the tank has just charged ahead and has engaged the first group of mobs, and everyone is pretty much 90% dead at that point. Like, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> and there was my... Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> There's my 30-minute uh, deserter's penalty there, because... Oh, man. If you can't be bothered to do a ready check at the beginning of the instance when the healer hasn't said anything and hasn't moved, you are not a tank that I want to run with. Yeah. So I'll take that 30-minute hit and go do something else on the Death Knight, because you fail profoundly. It's yeah. 30 minutes real time, not 30 minutes game time. <laughs> Correct. Right. <laughs> what? Look at Gwen's face. Yes? He put them over here by me. And I passed them to Dax that they're Girl Scout Thin Mint Cookie. Thin Mints. Straight out of the freezer. Straight out of the freezer. And I took three, and I passed them to Daxa. And she looked at me and went, Ugh. Oh, you did what? What kind of an alien have you married, Grail? Heresy. Uh, I went, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I hate mint. What do you want? Unless it's in a drink. Mojitos are okay. Okay. No, thank you. Gwen'll, You're Gwen'll back in good know. standing because I like mojitos too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not much, I'm not much for cocktails, but mojitos are a good thing. But anyway, we're talking about some, yes, yes, World of Warcraft. So I got to see, yep. uh, I think almost all the instances now, uh, the five mans, and wine. The uh, do go on. I didn't say anything. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely did. Doesn't matter. It's my own fault. So you go on. All yep. you have to do is sacrifice sleep. It's as simple as that. <laughs> exactly. Flirt with you know sleep in or sleep dep- deprivation induced psychosis and you'll be yeah. running content like nobody's gotta, business. Yeah, that might work. The um, kept on getting halls of origination over and Ugh. over and over, which I'm told is the really freaking long one of this expansion. If you decide to clear it, everyone everyone I run with seems to want to clear them all because they're all on they reputation runs. Usually do. <laughs> so yeah, we're it, grinding rep. Kill everything that moves. It can be a three boss instance, but rarely it, is. Rare, it usually is a seven boss instance. So yeah, it can take a while. Yeah, I'm grinding the rep too, so I don't mind. And just yeah. getting getting to see. Uh, the content, getting to understand the mechanics. So I'm not really learning the mechanics because I'm healing these things. So I'm all about don't stand yeah. in the fire and keep everybody alive. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. 
and that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, I you don't learn much. Understand that, yeah. <laughs> you watch for beams. You watch for any kind of ground effect. And you watch for people's health bars dropping. Yeah. Well, that's even just when I go from my rogue to my priest, and I go from uh, melee DPS to heals, it's mm-hmm. such a different world. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you people doing out here? <laughs> like, I have no idea what, what a fight looks like until, you know, you go through that second time. You go, okay. Oh. And, of course, I'm sure if you did it as a tank, it would be its own, you know, mm-hmm. take on the fight as well. Yeah. I've gotten a fair amount of tanking gear that has dropped, so I think my, my first roll swap is going to be to tanking. So again, short short queue times are yeah. us oh, is yeah. the whole yeah. druid. Now I'll go as healer or tank. <laughs> what are these queue times of which you speak? Dare I ask what you're covering your mouth for, Daxa? Did you just belch? No, I took you off. I forgot it was on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone's recording that mm. when Daxa forgets she's on camera and makes rude gestures. Yeah. How ladylike. But I'm finding the uh, the desire to do things like level professions mm-hmm. profoundly missing this this go around. Really, I just I, I took a look at enchanting, and I, I just couldn't I couldn't do it. I was like, no, I'd rather just queue for another dungeon at this point. If I'm going to do anything in this game, and really my motivation to be in game at all is dubious at best. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I don't. F- the way I felt at the beginning of Wrath, where I was like you know, charging forward and, and maxing out every profession yeah. as quickly as possible, that's just not there for me this go around. What is Gwen? Gwen has got a mouthful of Girl Scout cookie, but is nodding vigorously and raising his hand. And I'm going to keep talking while he swallows so that he can then join the conversation in the so audio based. Gwen is swallowing now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't choke, dear. Uh, oh, no. Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Penis. Oh, look at that. <laughs> That'll come to us as a drop-in. You short think? Now. Oh, my God. Very self-contained. Give it about an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way because I actually jumped on Gwen last night. You brought the Gwen. That's right. I did see you on, yes. on Gwen. On Gwen. Cause I, Have you I, just, I saw you ding as Gwen. Yeah, somebody, I got her at 81. Wow, yeah. the rogue lives. It, uh, nice. Uh, so I have no idea what the hell I'm doing anymore. But. <laughs> <laughs> You've been playing a warrior for a while. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Uh, well, I got Ugg to 70, and then it was just kind of like, okay. I can't I, do I, this anymore. Yeah, it's kind of like, all right, I got to do something else. I got, Or I'm not going to want to play the game at all. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I jumped on with Gwen and just did quests. And it was nice because it was just one quest at a time. I didn't have to yep. decide between 15 different quests. No, it's pretty – I mean, there's there's multiple paths, but you can choose yeah, to go I mean, just linear. It's very clear. You to, should do went, this next. Yeah, yeah, I went to Hyjal, and, and I'm going to save Vashir for when I get the warrior out there, but – um, yeah, I just went to Hydel and just it was one yeah. quest right well, after it, another, which is kind of nice. It gets you to each quest hub pretty, you know. You never feel yeah. Lost. That's kind of where I'm going. I don't. Yeah. yeah. So it and it seemed like it was it went pretty quickly. And I, it's I a pretty a, zone. Yeah, I have a whole. I mean, bunch, they're both pretty zones. I have a whole bunch of rested experience, so it shocking it should be entertaining. Yeah, I know. She's been in the garage a while for like a few months. So yeah, there shouldn't be too much of an issue as far as that goes, but. Fire, my, my permit have a cookie. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> mom, don't choke on that, dude. Yeah, the but Blizzard like the really needs to do something about 
the leveling in Burning Crusade and in Northrend. Because when you go like warp speed nine uh, on yeah. one through sixty, and then you suddenly stop, stop, grind. Yeah, Man. it becomes a real chore to get it up through there to get the character up. There's another drop in right there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> we're just, we're just laying ourselves in front of the bus. Today. I was hoping you would ignore that. Oh I'm not well, that hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could repeat it because I didn't catch it. No, that's quite <laughs> no. all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that window has closed. So, yeah, I think that's what – I really think that's what Blizzard needs to do is, you know what, if you're going to do the whole super fast leveling thing, do it all the way. Then Go do all it. the way. Don't, a, well, don't, don't, don't do it for 60 levels and then the last 20 levels. It's a, tor- it's a torment because – We were honestly chatting about this. I mean, honestly, at this point, if you have an 85, just give us an 80. Like if I make yeah. a new character, just just give it to us. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the Death Knight model. Yeah, something like that. I mean, if or make it an option that if you just want to, you know, I want to play a new class. I don't feel like doing a level grind. Give it to me starting at eighty, and I'll take it through your your current or, content. You know, like the whole Activision thing. I'll pay ten bucks or five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> well, twenty five yeah. is the baseline for any other services. So, well, this could be but, a massive cash cow for them. Are you listening, Bobby? As long as they have one, as long as you have one character on your account that is max level, or at least or restricted to, it has to be a character on that server. Yeah. So you're not right. leveling one guy. But, uh, I can see how they, that could become a cash making machine for the account sellers, though, because they could. That's true, Bobby. Manufacture these high level accounts, and then. Do various tricks to split them into separate accounts, you know, quote, in the same household. Because they, right. they allow you to split sure. off characters sure. and then sell them on eBay. I can see why Blizzard would be reticent to want to open that functionality yeah. up. Yeah. That and just that the, the hardcore players would be crying and whinging that, oh, you didn't earn that character. You leveled a, oh. you leveled a mage. No, now I don't you got a free rogue. Say. I don't care what they say about about. All the whinging and crying that I'm sure is still going on about. It's always whinging and crying. It's the WoW forums. The 1 through 60 stuff. Yeah. Um, but I certainly feel that I've earned where yeah. he's at and he's and I'm earning where he's going to go. But yes. it's just, yeah, it's just I'm at that point right now. I'm like, okay, I need to do something else or well, I'm going to stop playing the game entirely. And I think that, that being able to take it so that it's it's pretty close but you still have time to practice with the character so that you're not completely worthless do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. there is a maybe it's not eighty, maybe it's seventy-five or something. You do need some time to practice with the character. Well, so, you that's, know, that's what that's what the guild is for, and that's what my friends are for because he's Rug's not somebody I'm going to go pugging with. Yeah, no, he's I don't. I don't not. mean. I don't mean you. I mean, I mean, starting a character. Hey, 80, let's go like for you, you know, like with forward. Rode and Pally and. You know, mm-hmm. and Ezri and Night Song, folks like that. Yep. I'm going to say, all right, let's do, let's go run an instance, and I'm going to try to tank. I will tank. Please, no criticisms. I will tank as best I can. Now, I have the background of being of tanking with the original Yugurtha back in the day and EQ. So, and I found out that there's a lot of similarities, at least in technique. It's just the nuts and bolts of of the game. Which systems. buttons to press? Right, exactly. So I'm not that worried about it. I'm not going to get all stressed out about it. I am doing this for fun, after all. But but Ugg is not somebody I'm going to go running with people I don't know because I just don't want to listen to it. So, well, I just think that that um, if I, let's say I was going to take and I I, I uh, wanted to 
whether it was buy one or get a character at level 80 and I was going to go play a mage, for example. If I'd never played a mage before, I, I would want those five levels to practice or more than that to actually get going. There's so. a frequent counter-argument that's made is, you know, if you're going to be running high-level content, you need to have had this many levels of experience learning just how the hell the character works. A lot of, a lot of crying and complaining about the Death Knights was that you're, you have this free level 60 that you've... Well, no one's played because no Death Knight ever started at level zero. Right. But yeah, people will cry about anything, really. But yeah. I think I, I, well, no, I, mean, there's I wouldn't some... turn them away for adding a feature like that. But, but still, I mean, even crying about anything, you know, even nowadays, as we've been playing these low characters and leveling up and really just being doing dungeons and battlegrounds to kind of level, sometimes people sneak off and do quests and they are ostracized and con- considered <laughs> Judases. But nonetheless, <laughs> when that happens, we all manage to catch back up and, and keep going. And even then, you're so, you're, you start leveling. And if you've gone through vanilla or if you played through BC, you look at this and you go, my God. This is ridiculous. I can't even finish. If I do quest, I can't finish the quest in the zone because you out-level everything right. so fast. I mean, granted, heirloom gears helps. All that stuff helps. But, I mean, it's yeah, definitely... Yeah, I did run into that 1 through 60, but I'm definitely not running into that Yeah, now. but it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's a total change. I mean, the, the mount levels, everything just is so easier compared to what you've gone through. Everybody that went through it will have, you know, serious or not, those moments of going, oh, my God, this is so different and so much less of a chore than it was when I remember leveling. I'm level 63, and I'm wearing level 45 greens because it happened that fast. It's, it, I didn't have that, but I did have the look up 10 levels later and go, oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to train. I mean, when do we yeah, ever forget really, to train? It is really <laughs> easy to outstrip your gear, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yes, indeedy. All right, that brings us neatly to our next break. And in this break, we have this week's episode of Northrend News from Amelia Overmade Day. Woot and woot again. Woot, woot. Uh, was there a second? Oh, there it is. It's number 51, and I put it in the wrong place because I fail. Oh, no. It was there a second ago, he says. Yeah, it just went to the bottom of the list for some reason. You are listening to Casually Hardcore, live on Verse of the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by JitBit, RSS feed creator. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com. We will be back right after this. Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore on vtwproductions.com. In today's top story, chaos reigns in Dalaran as Azeroth's warlocks hold a rally demanding their own city from the Kirin Tor. In one of the largest protests the city has ever seen, warlocks of every race and faction opened a series of summoning portals outside the Violet Citadel, summoning hundreds of warlocks and their demon minions to camp out on the stairs of the Kirintor offices. We thought they were just bringing some friends along for a raid. Says Archmage Ronin. A few 25 warlock runs of Noxramus or some crazy server event, like a demon fashion show. Then we noticed the signs. Protesters carried signs like, Give us our own turf before we drain your souls, My soul shards are breaking, and Give us shelter, my demons need a home. Denying the warlocks could be cataclysmic, says protest spokes goblin Gilda the Drainer Lightbane. 
You mages have had your city in the clouds for over two years. Now it's our turn to have some fun. The Warlocks held sister protests outside Stormwind and Orgrimmar this morning, requesting that Horde and Alliance leaders honor their demands by declaring some region of Azeroth as a sanctuary for Warlocks. For years, Warlocks have cut demons out of everyone else's hair, says Tommy Manawither, the Gnomish Warlock ambassador. We keep them from running amok, as a public service, really, and we're just asking to be acknowledged for our contributions. The proposed city would include a demonic library, class trainers, an imp wrestling arena, and a succubus day spa, among other things. But Azeroth city planners have rebuffed the Warlock's proposal, stating that it violates several zoning laws, and claiming that public coffers aren't deep enough to fund such an ambitious expansion. It's impossible, Archmage Ronan declared. Rebuilding Dalaran was hard enough. At least the Death Knights brought their own city, and it was already flying. But we just can't raise a new magic city for every class that wants one. But the Warlocks of Azeroth won't take no for an answer, with a heavy calendar of protests and public audiences planned throughout the coming months. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the Internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hello, I'm Oxhail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do... Send an email to vtwsubs at gmail.com. That's vtwsubs at gmail.com. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Thank you again to Amelia Overbay Day. We love us some Northrend news. No doubt. Programmatic announcements, things about the station you may have noticed. Our friends over at Frog Pants Studios have joined us for another weekly simulcast, a small little WoW podcast you may have heard about it there called The Instance, now streams live on our Shoutcast servers on Saturdays at, I believe it is 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Check the front page for the schedule. So they have their video cast, and then they simulcast the low-bandwidth version for all you mobile-type people out there. Every Saturday morning, live on Versus the World Radio. Woot woot. That's in addition to the morning stream that Scott premiered uh, a couple weeks ago. Actually, God, a month and a half ago now. Time flies. Yeah, it's been a while. It's our morning show that we have Monday through Thursday, live on vtwproductions.com. Check it out. All the details are on the front page and in the forums. We cruise on mightily into our 
email shout-out and general audience participation section of the program. Send personal messages to Barry VA. Yes, that's the Barry Von Awesome in the IRC to bring to our attention for shout-outs and other messages. And email to the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. Who's got what, kids? I have an email. You go, girl. Uh, it was uh, from Deus Ex. It says, uh, help with iPhone app recommendations. Mm, nerdiness. Hi, casualties. I know that I'm going to break Gnome's heart by saying it, but I'm going to be donning my black turtleneck in a couple of weeks and saying goodbye to the Android platform because my computer maintenance class next semester requires an iOS device and my first-gen iPod Touch won't cut it. I also need a new phone, and as such, I need some iPhone app recommendations from IO and from the listeners. Have a great rest of the show, and glad to see Doc says back. It's from Deus Ex. Sup, Docs? So, let's see. App recommendations. Hmm. Well, from I me. fart. I fart. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. In terms of funny recommendations, I fart is a pretty funny app. Fart. Um it it does do all the different types of farts that exist. You can actually fart a friend. You can you can share the application with a friend and send a fart to your friend's phone. Um, there's a, a little game out there called Kraut, uh, which is fun. It's uh, K R A U T. Um, free. It's a free game. There's um, I did a whole bunch. I use um, I it's I map my run, um, which is a nice app for actually tracking. Uh, when you do walking and exercise outside, and it'll give Gives you your, your miles per hour, miles per hour, your calories burned, and everything it's else. A pedometer kind of a thing. Um, well. But it actually does also link up, um, and you can do live tracking. For example, you can post to Facebook, you can tweet, or you can um, send it to people if they're keeping track of where you're All at. All those creepy like stalkers that. things that the social networking um, sites have brought to life. Yeah. Uh, but you can also, for example, update you right. exclusively, so you know where I'm at on my walks. Why, so the, why the dot has it, stopped if, moving. If, if the, dot, if the dot has stopped moving, there may be a problem. Yeah, thank you. Um, obviously, I've got things like Skype and WebEx on here because it's a work phone. Um, Angry, Angry Birds. Birds. Netflix. Uh, the Netflix yep. player on here. The Kindle app uh, is a must. Uh, I have GPS Drive, which is um, a nice uh, driving program for there. Taps uh, into the mapping system and the GPS system. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Authenticator, of course. Yes. Yeah. Moved my Lizard wow Authenticator, authenticator over Lizard there. After so. the dog ate yours. Nom, yes. Nom, nom, yes. Nom. Which is kind of interesting because I had a friend of mine who's a, a big, you know, to tangent a little bit here, big and big IT friend. I mean, knows everything about everything about IT. And he got hacked in WoW. Even though he had an authenticator? Even though he did not have an authenticator, ah, okay. but he tore his system apart afterwards. To figure out where it happened? Couldn't find anything on it. See, Blizzard will deny up one wall and down the other that nobody has ever succeeded in a brute force attack against Battle.net. I'm not sure I'm buying that I, anymore. I'm definitely I don't think I'd buy it either. That. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I have absolute faith in this guy's ability to, t- to set- tell if something was on his system. This is uh, Ben. Okay, so, I was yeah. going to ask if that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, he it, definitely knows what he's doing. We were talking about this the other day, and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm convinced that you know Blizzard... And I'm, Blizzard would never admit to that fact, Of course not. That but, would be a huge yeah. problem. So, But the lesson learned, and or, you know, if you really want to get a conspiracy, is maybe they're just... This is their way of encouraging everybody to get that authenticator. It's, <laughs> it's not a profit center for them. It's no. not like they, they make money, though. The interesting thing is, in the news in this last week, was... The company behind Secure ID, 
um, themselves were penetrated. And all they've said is that information about the Secure ID two-factor authentication system was stolen. Oh, wow. So Secure ID may be compromised in its entirety. They're not saying what was taken, how much. They're, they're being dodgy about it. But they've at least admitted, yeah, our perimeter was penetrated and data was taken off of our network. And this is the guys who make the high-end security tool, Secure ID, and they managed to get penetrated. Well, no, nothing's well, perfect. That's Nothing that's, is perfect. That's, that's the because, reality. That's because they're a big, fat, neon-lit challenge to every hacker out there. Exactly. Oh, let's go penetrate Secure ID. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Wouldn't that It'll be, be okay. epic? Epic. Last two apps, of course, you got to have Twitter on it. Built um, in pretty and much. if you're if you're a fan, if you use it, I I like my Sling Player. Well, um, you have to have a Sling Box, but you have to have a Sling block, Sling Box at home in order to use it. So yeah. it's up to you. So there's some apps to play Hulu with. Plus is kind of nice if you want to subscribe yeah, to Hulu I have, Plus. I have As Hulu Plus. But somebody I in IRC it. said My Light. Not familiar with that. It's a flashlight app. Okay. Um, yeah. Yep. And Audible, of course. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The audio, um, the Audible app I use on the iPad. I was just listening to the very end of Song of Susanna earlier. Weird freaking series. Hmm. Not sure. What, oh yeah. What yeah, amount yeah. of mescaline that Stephen King was on at various points during the creation of the Dark Tower series? It goes from like really like okay, this is fantasy. I got it. Got it. What, what? are we talking about now? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, the author just turned up as a character in his own story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you smoking crack? crack. No, he did take masculine. Yeah. We have a yeah. drop in for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so far. The button I, I have to push a button. Okay, oh. first of all, for Daxa. Silence! <laughs> and to satisfy the gods of the drop ins. Are you smoking She left the genie on Yes, she did. Yep. Now, there's one other one on here that I'm just starting to play with, and there's a couple of apps out there that do this, and they're mostly free. But this one's called iNigma, um, and what it's about is it's those, those portable codes that you can scan to download information. And so this is the scanner app that I've downloaded to start playing I forget with. what the proper name is for those um, grids that you take pictures of that are like, like barcodes but more I, advanced. I can't yeah. remember. It's like a... a it's some sort of funky triangle ones, yeah, yeah, right. yeah and squares right. and and they're but they're like it's a, it's a an, system. an adapted um, barcode, bar yeah, yeah, uh, and so we've been I've been playing with those just to see what kind of information I can get. And, uh, you can get so the for purposes of versus the world radio, uh, get the Shoutcast app. Yes, so you can search for VTW and then tune mm -hmm. in to the live stream or the twenty four seven server at any time. My only problem with that one is you can't forward and. Like, if you're listening to one of our pre-recorded shows, you can't forward and backward on it. There is a new player okay. on the front page. Right now, it's labeled iOS users click here. Uh -huh. Works under Android as well. It's just it's HTML5 okay. instead of Flash. Um, but actually, that's only designed to tune into the live stream. Right. So most of the web-based players just aren't the greatest. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Even even on a full computer. Well, no, yeah, I know. Even when I was yeah. on the computer, it wasn't that great. It is just it, it only really works reliably and properly if you move the MP3 file to your device and, and use your use local your player. player yeah. And then VLC media player is your friend. Also, the uh, our forums are Tapatalk enabled, so go to tapatalk.com and they have the free actually on the App Store, they have the free Tapatalk 
RO, which is the read-only edition. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to be able to post, they have the pay version, right. which is the Tablet right. Talk Pro, and works fine with our uh, forums and allows you to... It's a much nicer interface than trying to render the web interface on the tiny little iPhone screen. Right. And the dog, I believe, is tearing his door out of the wall. I'm going to check he on that might in a moment. Be. Um, I had one last app to mention, and this is one I've used, and I like it. It's called Shazam. Are you guys familiar with this? I've heard of it. Okay, this is the app that you're listening to that song, and you don't yeah, know what it yeah. is, so you basically hit the button, and it tags the song for you and says, this is the song, and this is the artist. Right. So you've got that, and then it sends it. So I like that because you know I'm listening to something. Oh, I really like this. Off we go, and I can Who actually is get it? it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. those are the ones that I, those are the apps that I have and use commonly on my phone. I've got pages of apps on my phone, but it's, uh, it's easy and fun. Oh, yes. It's very nice. Uh, I have shout outs for dance party when we're ready, but there's another interesting email in there for you guys whenever you're ready. I was just going to do a shout out too. All right. Go okay. ahead. Uh, we have a shout out from Willow to Solidus um, and to Righteous Fury because they're doing a raid tonight. No. <laughs> what she's, I think she's referring to is Solidus actually remembering to turn on his Righteous Fury. Oh, Solidus, Fury. you didn't remember to turn on your Righteous Fury? He did last raid, oh, okay, so, and good. the okay. rogue lived. So that was oh, that's all, awesome. it's a good thing okay. when the Righteous Fury is on. Okay, so I'm going to give you a hint. You don't have to turn that on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Playing my priest. <laughs> ah, too funny. I will be in the car. Yeah. Um, I have an email here, though. This is from Cupcheck. Mortal Kombat was recently banned in Australia. There's a new version of Mortal Kombat coming out, I think, in another week. Either this week or next week. Um, If the offending party gets caught, it will be taken from the importer, and the fines exceed 100,000, for Mortal Kombat is on the same wavelength as Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. However, there was no banning whatsoever for those. So thoughts on that. Australia's got just severe yeah. issues with mature rated games, and they they just don't want them on their shores. At least the the powers that be don't want them on their shores. And just it it from everything I read and the tweets I see go by and Facebook posts I see go by and just stumble upon takes me to articles regularly where it just sucks to be an adult gamer in Australia. They seem to have this vision of, of video games that they should all be. Super Mario Galaxy right. level of Nintendo, <laughs> and they really the the powers that be that decide the rules on importing and what is permitted have this mental block of it cannot be adult entertainment. Mm-hmm. Now they I believe they have similar strictures against adult video. I was going to say, is HBO permitted over there? Because I watch stuff on HBO that's if, like... If we have any Australians that are in moly. the IRC channel, you can fill us in as to whether this, this is a systemic problem across the entire government, where they just don't want adult stuff, period, or if it is worse in the video game realm. I hear more about it on the video game side. Yeah, because, I mean, you see those things on HBO or whatever, where they do you know the commercials or the shows from different countries, and you can see I, everything I've seen from Australia looked more risque than the US. I mean it's not Japan, but it's it's more risque, so Japan's not necessarily more risque. Japan is just insane. What the hell yeah. was what's with the octopus, dude? I Oh no, there's some there's some shows in Japan, let me tell you. Oh no no they, they're, they're <laughs> late night uh game yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Uh, WTF Japan is a regular utterance. Uh just, what the hell were you thinking? 
and hopefully they will be recovering from the disaster and getting back to being weird that's true. soon for sure yeah because sometimes we have need of them yes well i think that <laughs> Often. I, you know i think i was wondering so what about um the kind of adult style mmos and i mean that by like uh I'm sorry, I'm not going to come up with a good example, but I'm thinking about... Uh, Lineage. Doom, well, what about Doom 3? It's not, a, it's not an MMO, but what about like Doom 3? Yeah, the, the level of gore, really, it does get stuff. Well, and uh, they had all those strippers well, that's and, what I mean. uh, and Duke Nukem. And Duke Nukem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but yeah. I mean, my God, It's, it's Duke were... Nukem. <laughs> yeah. Pixelated. Yeah, pixelated. Yeah, well, whatever. Hail <laughs> to the chief, baby. Exactly. <laughs> okay, this, is, this has to be some kind of a record. On the video wall... Women outnumber men. We have... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Daxa, Floppy Hat Girl, Pusar, Mog, and then Barry and Reginald, and Gwenora. Gwenora, yep. Hmm. This can't be happening. There are no girls on the internet. Which one of you is the FBI agent, or all all (laughs) of you? (laughs) Because, damn, good costume. You know, it's the one in the hat. Mm Mm-hmm. The hat conceals a camera. Is that what it is? <laughs> okay. I think to the, watch the cameras. The hair conceals the camera. <laughs> yep. Yes. Okay, and there's emoji right there. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, the other one then is Pussar. No, no, that's Barry. That's a <laughs> <laughs> I believe you've just been insulted. All right. I was that was great. So that was more me. directed against Barry, not Pussar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have an email. Hit it. Birthday shout out. Hey there, casuals. It's Agrius here again with a special birthday shout-out to my girlfriend, Ambrosia Hartnett, whose 21st birthday is tomorrow. The big 2-1. They've been together for a while. I hope you have a a great day, my lady. Thank you for reading this out on air, guys. And may I get a drop-in of Gnome's Choice for my lovely lady? Well, now, are you sure... You really want to, I mean, because I can do things like this. Way to go, a-hole! <laughs> or this. Hey, don't kid yourself there. You're a bit of a pussy. No offense. Or indeed. Yes! I am a god! Yeah, I, th- I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go with. Oh, they took my freaking kidney. Yes! I am a god! Okay. There you go. There, there's a salad bar Little, of drop-ins for you. You would be better off doing the yes, I am a god drop-in, followed by the don't kid yourself. You're you're kind of a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that you would do. be a much better order, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> Brace yourself, kids. Yes, I am a god! Don't kid yourself there. You're a bit of a pussy. There you no go. Offense. There you go. That works. <laughs> yes. And we could even tack on it at the end if Shut we want. Shut <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. I got a present for you. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. in here somewhere. Oh, boy. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. So what you're saying is I got a present for you, and then, he, and then the penis drop in? <laughs> I'm going to go to hell when I die. There it is. I've got a present for you. I think we're done with the drop-ins for the moment. <laughs> yes. They got way more than they bargained There's for. smoke coming out of the drop-in right. Amen. Good news, everyone. Jesus. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, man. Where, where, where did we leave off on that? We had the... I finished. It was a happy birthday email. We're done. Yes, but you're doing the... Uh, I have the dance party shout-out. Shout shout yes. 
Um, all right, we have copy here. White Tempest, Noved or Noved, uh, Nomrath, Astronomicon, Barry VA, Diane, Winning, Duh, Winning, Damaged uh, Set, By Winning, Jidoran, uh, and Hail Nemesis are here. Hail Nemesis! Oh, there's yes. another dude on the wall now. It's uh, we've reached parity. Yeah, yes. that's what he yes. said. There is symmetry. What about Arch Nemesis? So. There should be a Hail Arch Nemesis too. Yeah, not yet. Soon, soon. Hail, hail, arch nemesis could only say da, 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 da ma, da, ma, ma. Yeah, and then she tries to rip your face off. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> she lulls you into a sense of security. She goes all Wolverine on you, snicked. and then snickety <laughs> snick. Yep. Yeah, hmm. that you know, that and the cigar is kind of a dead giveaway, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> Bubs, baby smoking. You got a baby in a, in a bar. bar. Are you smoking crack? See, now I can't leave the drop-in panel alone. We have gone weeks, yeah. and this thing has seen no use. And now it is Skin on. Action. Careful, it'll be sore later. <laughs> You're lying. I can't believe I said that out loud. Yeah, you... Uh, I might be dangerous. But anyway... Mm-hmm. Who has something that's not a drop-in? <laughs> Somebody save me! I have something here. Oh, thank God. This is interesting, but it, and it's related to drop-ins. Oh, God. <laughs> this is from uh, Deathformer. Hey, Noman Crew. I was wondering if you could send me a copy of the Dax of the Penis drop-in that I made. I seem to have lost the original. I need to snippet it up for something new I have in the works. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <gasps> I, I can so help you there with that. There you go. <laughs> Because as you heard earlier in the show, I still got it on here somewhere. Where Sam Broadcaster is hiding it is another matter entirely. Do you still have my cute, Cootie Queen one in there, too? Oh, God. You're going to make me go into the deep arc. Waiter, bring me volume three of the wine list. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll see what I can find here. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. What happened this there? Could, I think this could be the one. Who you calling a cootie queen, you lint liquor? There you go. <laughs> Apparently, I rule. Okay. Mm. <sighs> Nomrath says now they've caught up. Yes, that was your out loud voice, Io. <laughs> yeah, you guys are... Uh... You're kind of creepy. I think this may be a stupid idea. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, I, all had, right. I had an email here. Hang on. Go ahead. Uh, where did it go? No, I lost it. <sighs> Dang it. Today, you're, you're today Junior. T -t -t today, Junior. Today. <laughs> McFly. Uh, McFly. Hello. <sighs> nope, it's gone now. We had from the Black Void. Yes. I forgot to mention this earlier. This was much earlier in the show, but Pussar made her weekly contribution to the show by saying, I need to say, I love you, you're pretty, to offset my earlier mention about all women being high maintenance. Mm. And I refuse. Wow. I decline. I will be in the car. Uh, no, I'm going to stand by what I, what I said. And now, angry ticks fire out of my nipples. <laughs> Alrighty then. What does non sequitur mean? Oh man. What? <laughs> <laughs> so how about them cows? How about them? <laughs> oh, okay. Cows. Do 
Cowboys. Did we we read the email entitled Age of Dragons? Mm, That was last week. Last week, yes. Okay, we did read it last week. Okay. We did indeed. Through our emails. We are. We are. It's quiet on the email front these days. So I do have to say, I I went onto our front page, Mm -hmm. and I clicked on this little thing on there that said Netflix, which I have, we've never had. And I have been pouring through our Netflix. I've watched seasons and seasons and seasons and seasons of Bones. And we started watching seasons of Archer. We got the first First season season. of Archer, which is the best show on television, in my opinion, right now. (laughs) And it's on on Instant View. It's on Instant View. You can stream it. Oh, thank goodness. The second season... The stuff he does, speaking about babies that we had around here. Oh, the stuff he oh. does with that baby. <laughs> with the baby. <laughs> giving it alcohol. <laughs> it's so wrong. <laughs> he lets it bite everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. It's great. So um, that I highly recommend if you have not gone to our front page and signed up for Netflix. It is. I didn't realize how cool it was until I actually did it myself. The yeah. front page ad tends to cycle through various Google ads. The Go to our re- show then. The reliable one. Uh, is actually on the forums. Uh, you'll oh, you'll okay. see GameTap and Netflix come up. Those are two similar setups we have as the one with uh, Audible, where if you are a new subscriber and you decide to join via our links, we eventually, as it turns out, many months later, eventually do get some cash flow out of this that helps us offset <laughs> server prices. <laughs> <laughs> one day, many moons. <laughs> In event, we're finally starting to see some revenue stream from when we started the Audible campaign. Awesome. When well, Audible's another great service, too. We love Audible, for I, sure. I drive all over creation for a living, so it kind of is my lifeline to sanity. Yeah, it's great. Um, the... Other thing we've been spending said income on lately is we now have four tires. No, I'm saying within, within, <laughs> yes. within the realm four of four tires. ETWs. Yes, that's what we've been spending money on. Any donations towards that fund would be welcomed, <laughs> but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> no, I signed up us- using our PayPal account. I've signed up for the versus the world Minecraft server. We had attempted to run our own Minecraft right, server right. on the box where the forums live, and that wasn't working out. So if you go to the VTW Minecraft server thread on the Play Together section of the video game discussion in the forums, mm-hmm. you'll see one of the most active threads on the entire forum there, and all the information you need to join the Minecraft server where you have to, get, you have to request to be put on the whitelist because we do not allow griefers. Right. And, oh. oh my God! Is the VT, is the uh, Minecraft community full of griefers? If you don't, really? don't have controls on your server, oh yeah, it's a sandbox world. I mean, yeah. it's like you might as well just put the sign up. Minecraft made by griefers for, for griefers. griefers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. So, but we now have our our private server, and in that thread there, you'll see links to where you can do a recurring couple of bucks a month to help offset the. Recurring cost of the Minecraft server because it it was absolutely necessary to have a professional host that because yeah. we didn't have that kind that level of spare hardware because it's not the most efficient program in the world on the no. server side it's a bit of a pig yeah and <laughs> wanting it to live alongside the downloads for the entire network and the forums not working out so right, well right. but it's up running it's stable. They have just added the bucket mod which apparently is a major mod that will allow them to. Do all kinds of fun stuff that they're discussing in the thread now. So check it out on the forums section of vtwproductions.com. And that we ha- you go, girl. We have a suggestion for the episode, the title of today's episode. Hit me. Four tires and a whole lot of drop-ins. 
Sounds good to me. <laughs> I was rather proud of last week's title. Yes, yes. Did you all see last week's title? No, they didn't. No, I did not. Make your own shoes from common oh, that's right. household implements. Because that's what made me like actually Want- listen to it. And I'm like, oh, come on. Shoes, really? I'm proud. No. <laughs> no. Don't, the, don't I feel pride. my shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you and your shoes. You sh- Imelda, how you doing? You were going to call me a shoe whore. A little bit. Yeah, you were. I had almost came out, too. <laughs> yeah, you worked on it. You worked on holding that. Oh, track. hey, look, it's time for the break. Uh, <laughs> we have a little brew guy queued up here. My name is a newbie. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Check out all the fine shows on the Versus the World Network, the ever-expanding list under the shows link at the top of the main page. Check it out. If you're interested in volunteering, we have some needs. We are short of IRC reps, nay, producers, and we could use someone to shepherd our various Facebook pages, and we're looking into somebody to take daily care of the 24-7 server, because that beast has grown out of control and needs TLC that I rarely have the time to provide. Yep. And my, my goal is to always have that thing playing all very recent content and at the most, the last two mo- most recent episodes of everything on the network. And that is kind of the downside to in, enjoying the growth we've been enjoying is that takes a lot of time that I don't really have with an infant in my life. So yep. if you're interested in volunteering, come on over to the forums. I will start up a thread there and put up a front page post saying we would like more volunteers from the community. Come see us at vtwproductions.com. Here comes Brew Guy. We'll be back right after this. Wow. This place is huge. You see, I only got here a moment ago. I'm only level nine or so. And I'm hoping you can help me figure out what's going on. Lots of people running around, don't know if they're lost or found. There's a naked guy dancing for all to see. Who would do that? Not me. Well, it's time to sing a song. And if you know it, why don't you sing along? Here we go. I wander around the auction house and look at all the things I could be buying. I ask somebody for some gold. They said that I think they're lying I realize that I'm on the wrong continent So I best get to stepping I hurry up on over to that big balloon Somebody called the Zeppelin Excuse me, Mr. Traveler My name it is a new big can from the 
I'm Octail. I am Gnomewise. And you are listening to VTWProductions.com. Versus the World Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio into the general nerdiness segment of our program. And today's discussion is Insomnia Theater, brought to you by Netflix Streaming. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so when I had burned out on the Dungeon Finder last night, I ran four or five or four plus the one that I bailed out on because they decided to pull before the healer had loaded. Nope. But I'm not bitter. <sighs> I will carry it to my grave. The, I know all your names. I <laughs> beware. I live. I switched over to good old Netflix streaming via the PlayStation 3 on the Entertainment Center because prettiest interface of them all, at least of the boxes that I have at my disposal, and had seen the Netflix recommendation engine spit out the Warner Brothers produced DC Comic Universe movie, uh, I think it was Under the Red Hood, which was a Batman story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on there the other day. I haven't watched it yet. You should. Okay. Um, I wound up doing a smorgasbord of all the recently produced. These are all 2009, 2010 vintage. Uh-huh. And apparently Warner Brothers just went about it with a purpose and had lots of productions in the pipeline all at once. So these things were coming out rapid fire. They had a Justice League of America one. Mm-hmm. They had a Batman, Superman, Supergirl I saw that one. one. Yeah. Um, which, of course, featured Darkseid because... What other villains do they have in the DC universe, apparently? Well, I mean, if you're going to put Superman in it, there's not much that can compete with him. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, that's always been the flaw of Superman. But to me, Darkseid, I mean, I'm, I'm not a DC universe wonk. I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm a Marvel boy. All the way, for sure. But even I know, you know Darkseid, and I know that he is uh, undestroyable. Right. He's like... But so apocalypse, apocalypse on the Marvel side. I mean, they might as well be the same dude. Somewhat. They, they even look the same, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, they do have similar features. See, and Darkseid lives on a planet called Apocalypse, and yeah. Apocalypse, um, apocalypse lives on the dark on side. The dark side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like my shirt. There's no touching that. Yeah, your shirt. The, but anyway, uh, just to me, that makes him kind of boring. It's like, no, no matter what they do to him, he's never going to be gone. Not that any good guy or bad guy in a comic book universe is ever gone and they're gone for an, an a issue time or two period. yeah 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 I think, I think it's a new record for how long jean gray's been out of the marvel universe yeah, she, well yeah is she back again no no she oh, has been God. out for a while yeah leave her that way the <laughs> what cry baby the and well, possible possible Scott. spoiler alerts here cuz the one of the few DC Universe, you know, storylines I've, I've ever paid attention to was the fact that they had taken a fan vote in the Batman timeline as to whether they were going to kill off the Jason Todd Robin. Yeah. Whether he was going to survive this issue or not. And the fans said, kill him. Right. And they killed off Jason Todd. And, and this was a return story for that character. Mm-hmm. Thanks, to, of course, to Ra's al Ghul and his lovely Lazarus Pits. That's kind of silly. I, I, even though I saw it a mile away, I was like, oh, and it, I was laughing my ass off because Ra's al Ghul in this thing looks exactly like Dr. Orpheus from Venture Brothers. I mean, it's the same <laughs> guy. I'm just waiting for him to say, sleep! But anyway, uh, it was really freaking good. And 
not for young children. Oh, okay. I mean, this was... So this was the Red Hood one. Under the Yeah, under the Red okay, Hood. Okay, gotcha. All right. And there were multiple deaths and violence and all the stuff that is the Batman comic. You know, the right. vigilante or the detective, as Ra's al Ghul likes to call him. Yeah. But this was definitely the turn the dial towards the dark side and actually be... Go, go towards Frank Miller, Batman. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This is the, uh, what if you really were a vigilante and wanted to try and control crime lords in a corrupt city? What would you do? Oh, well, you would just be worse than they are. Yeah. Um, and how do you get worse than them? Well, you are pretty vile, actually. Yeah. Really entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> really good. And... I then went on to a lot of the other releases. Right. None of them were quite as as up there. as edgy yeah. as that one, but yeah. they're all pretty damn good. The Justice League of America one, uh, Crisis on Two Earths, which is like Crisis on Infinite Earths all over again for me, was surprisingly good and edgy. And you know, it, it was a a storyline that has been done to death. We have the alternate universe right. versions of the Justice League, which of course are the Crime Lords in their yeah, universe. Yeah. And Lex Luthor, the good guy. Yeah. He comes back to, comes to, to our us side to get them to come help him. You know, shades of DC Universe Online's yeah. intro, but yeah. it was still really well done. Mm -hmm. And I was just really enjoying this way to unearth my inner comic nerd who, who has been dormant you know, for some yeah. time. And even though it wasn't my normal stomping grounds, you know, they, they tend to only feature their really high-profile characters in these right. things. Which to me is kind of meh. It got a little repetitive. Like, okay, Batman and Superman again. And Superman and Batman. And Batman and Superman. And Superman and Batman. Hey, check it out. Yeah, it's it's who people love over there. And because your drop-off, I mean, you have those two and Wonder Woman. Yeah, I was going to say big. Wonder Woman. Hello. Wonder Woman turned up in some of them. And okay. she was in some of them. Diana was featured prominently. Green Lantern. And Green Lantern, yeah, he's he's decent, but he's not featured in as much of these. He was in Justice League. He's in Justice League, of course. Right. He's there. But, I mean, then you're going to Aquaman. He showed up. <laughs> I know. I know, he but you notice he didn't have his own show. No, he did not. <laughs> yeah. so. And actually, but I liked, on the Justice League of America one, um, they had some of the, you know, what you consider lesser-known characters that I rather like. I like Martian Manhunter. And they actually featured him prominently in the storyline. They actually gave him a love interest. Um, yeah, the big green guy. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. I just John. Yeah, John. Oh, yes. Martian Manhunter. Yeah, yeah. And Flash. I think there's revision three of the Flash. Right, right, right. Um, they had a bit where you know, they had the primary JLA go over to the alternate universe, and then they kind of brought up the second string. Oh, okay. To help out on our side because the whole thing is fighting and fighting in both universes. So the junior our, varsity team. The JV <laughs> consisted of. Let's go, guys! Get your Mockingbird, <laughs> uh, Firestorm, Aquaman, and there was an, another one, and I'm forgetting another minor, you know, what you would consider a minor league player. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was fun to kind of see it. Some of the ones you don't see as often. Yeah, and you realize, okay, yeah, Firestorm. Kind of lame. Oh, it was uh, Black Falcon. Was the oh, guy. yeah. yeah. Who they've turned into not just electricity guy, but also apparently he's computer hacker guy. Oh, really? Interesting twist on his oh, powers okay. of you know, manipulating electricity. The evil version of him in the other universe was more entertaining, actually. Hmm. In the Under the Red Hood, the rendition of the Joker yeah. in that one, 
<laughs> Creepy as all. Was hell. it Mark? Ha- Mark it was Hamill? not Mark Hamill. Really? Wow. John DiMaggio, who does freaking oh, Bender okay. from. Wow. <laughs> My brain had kind of a hard time with yeah. that at first. Yeah. Until they got rolling. When they Jesus. got rolling, they got rolling pretty quickly. <laughs> Because the opening scene Kick is... Kick my is, shiny metal. Yeah. <laughs> the opening scene is, is the death of Jason Todd, where right. basically... Tire iron. Yeah he's, yeah, he's beating the hell out of him yeah. with a crowbar and joking with him the it's whole time. It's a killing joke, like, yeah. Okay, there... Isn't that your favorite comic? It's one of them. Yeah. Favorite. Killing the, joke is yeah. one yeah. of the, the best. It's the best. No, it's, it's... Yeah, it's... I mean, I'm like you. I'm I'm more into Marvel, yeah. but DC there's, has there's, Batman. Yeah. yeah, and that's my yeah. favorite superhero of all time. So. But see, DC also has <laughs> Zatanna, and I have a hard time reconciling <laughs> those things. She doesn't make it to Gotham often. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, just say the words backwards, and they're magic. Ooh, hey. But I digress. Marvel Universe has their share of lame heroes as well. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But. The uh, yeah the so over the course of the evening it was under the red hood mm-hmm. uh, Justice League of America Crisis on Two Earths uh, they had a kind of a fun one which was the they, it was a series of shorts and, and those the last ones I watched before finally falling asleep was the Captain Marvel Superman and it was actually they did it as the origin story of Shazam oh cool. So they actually had you met Billy first when he was just Billy, yeah, yeah. and then he meets the, it's, it's a retooling of the original story. Where he meets Shazam the Wizard and is right. given the powers and is like Shazam. It doesn't understand how the powers work, so it's like he's flying around saying, "This is great!" And all I have to do is say Shazam, and the yeah. lightning comes down. And goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, so indeed. that's how that works. <laughs> Couldn't have given me an instruction book, could you? No. <laughs> it's like, what was that greatest American greatest hero? American <laughs> hero. Yeah. It, it absolutely smacked of the manuals in alien language. Doesn't it, and then doesn't he also leave it like he becomes really tiny and then he leaves it on a rock, but then when he can, becomes big, it's like a pebble and he can't find the book. Oh, jeez. At one point, they've all. I loved. That they were all show. kind of yeah. contrived versions to keep him away from the book. Yeah, because God forbid. But it, it allowed them to always give him a new power whenever right. they wanted to. Yeah, have cool him figure out something new. But they had uh, Black Adam, who's a fun villain from the DC Universe, was the major villain in, in that little short. Oh, okay. He was basically, had finally, you know, he had been banished to the far side of the universe and just arrived home after 5,000 years of trekking across the universe, and he was pissed. Yeah. And he recognized the mark on Billy and said, ah, you're the next receptacle. I'll just kill you, and there will never be a replacement for me. And oh. For some reason, they gave him a wacky Austrian accent, but uh, <laughs> and they need some love. The one of the things that that Marvel did years ago, and I'm glad they did, because it kind of set the stage for you know the, the wikis of today. Mm-hmm. They had the official handbook of the Marvel yeah. Universe. Oh yeah, which was the encyclopedia of every every character. major minor mm-hmm. character backstory, and I, those were great because you can you could figure out who the hell is this guy and why do I care? Right, right. Now, of course, we have the online versions of these databases, which are getting fatter and fatter and better and better. Yeah, and I had recently. Based on watching the DC Universe online movie, intro movie, I had never really known Jack about Black Adam. I just knew he was, you know, he was the obvious, you know, look at the costume. Yeah. He's obviously the bad guy from the Captain Marvel series because he has the black and gold version instead of, of the that. red and gold right, version. Right. But I went and read up on, you know, what stories they've written about this guy over the years. And he's one of these villains that's been around since the dawn of Golden Age comics. Mm-hmm. So he, of course, went through the really campy and lame where they made him forget his magic word. 
<laughs> he was reading dictionaries, trying to find these new magic word. But in the more modern era, they just beat his ass down and turned him evil and gave him motivation for being the villain that he was. Because as as you normally remember, the villain is the hero of his own story. Mm-hmm. And you know, they gave him happy existence, wife and child, and then annihilated them in the most vicious way imaginable. And he basically went on a rampage that took out several small and medium-sized countries. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's nice. this whole saga of, of Black Adam just huh. laying waste to you know, a large section of China. Oh, wow. Uh, in the DC universe. And because you give someone the power of several gods... And then make him psychotic. Right, right. And you then have to deal with this, and story ensues. Yeah. So it was kind of fun to... (laughs) And then reused in, like, the God of War series. (laughs) So Kratos who? Kratos who. Mm. But it was was interesting to just, you know, flesh out, you know, my understanding of the DC Universe a little bit, and then... Having it reemerge in last night's movie fest was kind of fun. It's like, hey, pointy ears and everything, and there yeah. he is again, and being, being the badass that he is. And it was, he was a reasonable foil to Superman because the uh, trick in, in this version of the universe was they were physically matched to each other, so they could yeah. beat each other to a standstill, but magic uh, did work very effectively on Superman. Oh, okay. So gave Black Adam a distinct advantage because I can resist all the stuff you can throw at me physically, and I can nuke you with uh, mystical powers that, that yeah, you can't don't handle. care what planet you're from. And it's always that's always the challenge of the whole Superman mythos is he's just a little too good. Yeah, and you're always trying to up the ante as right. to and you can't always go to the kryptonite. It just becomes too old if every villain just yeah. has like a pocket full of kryptonite and goes, ha ha. Because how much freaking kryptonite can there possibly be? Because everybody Apparently has a chunk of it. one whole planet full. But still, it's supposed to, I mean, you. It should have gone, it, yeah, not all of it, it should have come to Earth. <laughs> first of all, some of it should have vaporized. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some of it should have gone elsewhere. But it all landed on Earth, apparently. Oh, apparently. In a rainbow of colors. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Taste yes. the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. All right. Yeah, that was one of the, the conceits of the other universe, uh, uh, Ultraman. Ultraman, right, right. Was the blue kryptonite was his weakness. Yeah. Okay. What? You started to talk. Yeah. No, I was just actually, I was going to go to the show thread, <laughs> but I was breaking off your conversation and it didn't seem like you were done, so... Well, I mean, it's comic book comic books. talk. Comic we books, yeah. Go I could go on, on forever. For, yeah, hours. They're, they're, we call it the DC Universe and the Marvel Universe for a reason, because there's that, I mean, how many, it's been since the 30s they've been writing content? I think so, yeah. Well, X-Men was forever ago. Yeah, yeah that it was is, 50s. I've got boxes and, and boxes and boxes in my garage to prove it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got my own share of yeah. those. I, I yeah. studiously avoid Atomic Comics because I'm on a budget here. It's pricey. <laughs> and that would not be a good thing to do. Oh, yeah. And they don't appreciate you standing around and reading entire issues and then putting them back on the rack. That's just considered Trade bad form. paperbacks at Barnes & Noble, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Um, good way to catch up. What's the one borders since it's going well, out of business? There yeah. you go. If you can find one. If you can find some, yeah. <laughs> and... They're getting better and better about collecting, not necessarily just sequential issues, but they'll sometimes 
published trade paperbacks of just significant events. Right. Yes. Right. Saying, here are the wham major events you need to know about to get caught up. But then I don't need to go to the comic book store for that. I can at least read the summaries of it in the online version of the official handbook of the Marvel Universe and, and so on, which is my mode of choice these days just because it doesn't cost any extra money. Mm-hmm. And we're on a budget here. So, the it's it, again, this comes right back around to our normal mantra it is such a good time to be a geek. Yeah. Welcome to the stuff. world run by us. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there, babe, from the research? Who who researched for us this week for openers? Um, we have Aid, who researched for us, Boba Fetish posted, None Left, Deus Ex, Sekulian, uh, and Sean Caster uh, contributed to the research thread. Um, there Thank have been a couple... That looked really interesting. The one that kind of cracked me up the most, though, was um, I, I've never watched this show, but this this caught my eye. Uh, a couple weeks ago, the guys from uh, Pawn Stars. Okay. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Um, displayed their Amram missile. Nice. That they'd found and purchased and had been sold at the pawn shop. And uh, the next next week, the U.S. Air Force sent special agents to Vegas yesterday to grill the guys from Pawn Stars, trying to find out how they got a hold of the sophisticated missile equipment the feds read about on TMZ.com. Sources connected to the situation tell us that two members of the Air Force Special Investigations Unit rolled over to Gold and Silver Pond yesterday wanting to check out the AIM-120 AMRAM missile guidance system and missile parts the guys purchased just last week. Wow. We're told the agents wanted to make sure the system was no longer active and pulled it apart to ensure it did not contain any important information. The agents also inquired about the woman who sold the missile guts to the Pawn Stars, a woman who claims she inherited the stuff from her father. Uh, The seller had maintained that her dad purchased the items at an official military auction during the 80s, and we're told she had the proper court-approved paperwork specifying she could legally sell the parts. Here's the best part. We're told that while the agents were inside the shop, they explained how they were initially put on the case after someone from the Pentagon called up wanting to know why they were out of the loop about a missile featured on TMZ.com. Welcome to the internet, gentlemen. The world (laughs) has moved on. So that was really funny. (laughs) That one made me laugh. The title of this week's uh, research thread, by the way, brought to you by Aid, is The One Where Iolite Gives Paper Flowers to Gwen. And I'm still waiting for my paper flowers. Okay, one second. (laughs) All right, who's next? Ow. Hi, I'm. You go. Go ahead. Because I found something while you guys were talking about DC and Marvel. Ick. <laughs> Two words for you, martial law. That's all I have to say <laughs> on that subject. And I just found a link that uh, this was on. Oh, I do have paper flowers. That's awesome. Show it to the camera. Wait, I have to show it to the camera. Hang on. Nice. There we go. See? Paper flowers. Paper flowers for Gwen. Smells like paper. <laughs> Anyways, um, this I found on bleedingcool.com just by Googling martial law, and it was DC Comics to publish martial law, and this was from December of last year, so this is reasonably recent. But, uh, yeah, Kevin Mills and uh, or Mills and O'Neill, the two guys, Pat Mills and Kevin O'Neill, are the two guys who wrote um, 
martial law. And they are working on a deal to have DC republish everything. And I'm kind of leery of that just because I'm afraid that DC will go, whoa, we need to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've ever read it, it's super over-the-top stuff. I mean, it's the, his quote, Martial Law's quote is, I'm a hero hunter, I'm hunting heroes, I haven't found any yet. And it's <laughs> a major league satire on heroes and superheroes and all kinds of stuff. So if, you know... You think that Superman runs the world? Don't read this. You will. It'll burst your bubble. Um, which is one of the reasons why I like it. Yeah. But I'm kind that of is weird how Gwenora rolls. Yes, I'm just kind of weird and strange that way. But You want to kill all the heroes. I see how it is. Yes, I would, actually, <laughs> if I had a chance. Kill all humans. Except kill Batman. Except Batman. Except Batman. Except Batman. But he's not a hero. I know he's not. That's yep. what vigilante. I like about him. Exactly. <laughs> that would be vigilante. Anti-hero. Anti-hero. And I like there. that. Yep. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I hope that comes about. That would be really cool. Yeah. All right, I have one here from the research thread. First fine for libel via Twitter. British politician and former mayor of um, Carefilly, oh, Wales. Why am I not surprised? Colin Ellsbury has been ordered to pay a fine for the charge of libel against an opponent. The lawsuit was filed by Eddie Talbot, an independent challenging Ellsbury, after Talbot claimed that Ellsbury had tweeted that Talbot had been forcibly removed from a polling place by police. Well, Ellsbury definitely tweeted that, but unfortunately for him, the person was not Eddie Talbot. Although Ellsbury quickly and publicly corrected himself, Talbot took him to court and in Cardiff on Friday that Ellsbury will have to pay a fine of £3,000 sterling plus costs of around 50,000 pounds. Ooh, that's kind of a lot of money. Yeah, it's 100 grand. Holy crap. A cursory glance over Ellsbury's recent tweets indicates that he still may not have the hand of the medium, but we'll keep our eyes on his stream for any new instance of, and they have a hashtag here, Twible. Oh, boy. Oh, they had to go there, didn't they? Yeah. Uh... I'm going to tweet that gnome is a uh, crossdresser. <laughs> I will see you in court. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I told you we're having revenue stream issues here. <laughs> if you want to become a new source of money for me, who am I to say no? Oh. So go for it. Yeah, if only it was as easy as a vending machine where you say, oh, I sue you, I receive money. Shouldn't you sue me for um, me saying that you were a sexy beast when you took over my Twitter? It's not libel. That's mm. just stating the obvious yeah, fact. <laughs> libel is when you say something that isn't true. That isn't true. Hence, you should sue me. Now I can sue you. <laughs> oh, boy. You lie like a rug. Uh, anyway, she didn't next. tweet like a rug. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't oh, read it. something, Grail. All right. So just to uh, tell about our fair state here, <laughs> we have... Oh, lovely. Wait a second. Let me bring back That's up the page. Arizona man sentenced for stabbing yep. roommate who refused to play vampire. Shut up, really? No. Yeah. <laughs> I read that one earlier. In a bizarre situation <laughs> between awesome. two roommates who would act out vampire activities, one roommate was sentenced Tuesday, March 15th, for stabbing his roommate for refusing to participate in, quote-unquote, vampire stuff. <laughs> So apparently, at one point during these two guys' relationship, the two roommates would do vampire stuff like sucking blood, which may, one of them admitted that uh, he allowed his roommate to do once. 
So apparently when uh, the roommate wanted to perform the bizarre ritual again, the first roommate refused, causing Homer to stab him. <laughs> Don't! Homer! <laughs> <laughs> one roommate's Homer. So the, the roommate who was stabbed, Maley, told police regarding the second incident, I said no, and he flipped. He said, I'm doing it, and then boom, he stabbed me. <laughs> the vampire wannabe Homer pled guilty to aggravated assault and received three years probation for his action. Oh, yay, Arizona. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking like role-playing the game vampire. No, no, that they actually... Want to role-play no. This was, this was no, this was live serious. action. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a fun one. Oh, Ubisoft reselling torrented music. Ubisoft has been accused of downloading a torrented version of its own Assassin's Creed Brotherhood soundtrack and then reselling it as part of the digital deluxe edition of the game on PC. Evidence comes from a user on Reddit who noticed that the digital deluxe edition soundtrack was encoded by Arsa13, the same ali- alias linked to illegal rips of the collector's edition soundtrack. This poses a delicious question. Is Ubisoft now guilty of piracy? Hmm. We've asked the publisher for an explanation. Update. Ubisoft has told Eurogamer it is, quote, currently investigating, end quote, the matter. <laughs> So whoever put together... Sounds like lazy. Like, lazy. Where did I put that file? Ah, uh, just torn it. it. <laughs> oh, man. Whoopsie. Oh, boy. I have another one. Okay. Go, this one actually off the research team list. Cool. It. Do you know what this year marks? Hmm. The 40th anniversary of the computer virus. Oh, yeah. oh yes. The Creeper. Yes. Creeper, catch me if you can. This year marks the 40th anniversary of Creeper, the world's first computer virus. From Creeper to Stuxnet, the last four decades saw the number of malware instances boom from 1,300, that's 1,300 in 1990, to 50,000 in 2000, to over 200 million in 2010. Yeah, that's a lot of zeros. Yeesh. Besides the sheer quantity of viruses, which were originally used as academic proof of concepts, quickly turned into geek pranks, then evolved into cyber criminal tools. By 2005, the virus scene had been monetized, and virtually all viruses were developed on the, with the sole purpose of making money via more or less complex business models. And I would say more or less legal complex business models. In the following store, FortiGuard Labs looks at the most significant computer viruses over the past 40 years and explains their historical significance, which I think is kind of interesting because I don't know anything about this. And they have three pages of viruses going all the way from, uh, let's see, where did I go? From Creeper, which is the very first one, to Michelangelo, including the comment, oh, the dormant Michelangelo virus is designed to awaken on March 6th, Michelangelo's birthday. As in the Renaissance Arda, not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, which oh. I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> and then it goes all the way up to Stuxnet, yeah, which they say, welcome to the cyber war. But they've got everything, all kinds of stuff in between. So I haven't read this yet, and I, I don't think we have time for me to read all of it, and I'm not going to. But I thought this was really kind of cool. I was like, wow, this is kind of interesting. I didn't know about half of this stuff. Yeah. It's another reason why I own a Mac. Yes, indeed. By the way, speaking of which, my father needs to call you again. <laughs> Did he get reinfected? Yes. And I know it's not looking at porn. I know that for sure. I don't know what the deal How is. How do you know that He actually sure? got infected while you were at TED. Yeah, I know. his computer. Oh. I know. I had to refer him to Chris. Right. And for whatever reason, it's not all the way off. I'll have we to are, talk to him We again. are reformatting his machine. Right. That I know that. I know that. Um, I keep telling him yep. he needs to get, in all seriousness, Pop, you need to get a Mac. And you can stop worrying about this. Right. Stuff. But he refuses to get a Mac because my aunt has one. And? And 
she makes it sound like the, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And, and this stops him from getting I, it? It's be, it's, I do the same kind of thing. It's a sibling thing. Well, it's not so much a sibling. Well, it's a sibling-in-law because it's my okay. mother's sister. But he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to give my aunt an opportunity to say that, I told I you told so. You so. Right. That's pretty much how it is. Eh. And I've already promised him I won't say that if you get So the a, generation a ahead of us is that immature. <laughs> We're doomed. You could say that. <laughs> doomed! I don't, look at it as, I don't look at it as immature. I just look at it as just plain stubborn. Stubborn. Which, that makes sense, knowing my father. Doomed. <sighs> nice. We all going to die. So, I so yeah, a, please, by all means, pimp the max when you talk to him. Oh, yeah. I have an article that... Um, was in our research team, and it was the first image of the Wonder Woman costume. Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either. And then, and then in the article, it says, now the suit itself has certainly been sexed up a bit from Linda Carter. Linda Carter was wearing a bathing suit. This yes. girl's wearing tight pants. Right. I'd say, arguably, the Linda Carter one was sexier. Sexter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, given the time. And Linda Carter is more well-endowed than this young lady. She is, and uh, the pants are... With the blue boots? Wrong. I don't... Uh, all wrong. What I also have seen out there is, uh, is since then, uh, another artist has gone through and recolored that. And it's amazing what a little bit of change to the coloring does to oh, that. Oh, I'm sure. They darkened the pants, yeah. made the boots red. Yes. Darkened the red on the top a little bit, and it, is, for Better. some reason, makes the whole thing a lot more palatable to me. Yeah, the, the very lighter blue pants do not look good they at all. They do not at plasticky. all. plasticky. And, mean, and the boots are the same color as the pants. Yeah. I don't know. The, don't girl's, like the girl's hot, though. I don't know. The, the young lady is very lovely. It's yes. just that the outfit is like, eh, if you're trying <laughs> to do a 21st century Wonder Woman. That wouldn't be a 21st century Wonder Woman. Yeah, and, I, and I, I fresh in my mind the various renditions of Diana in the animated ones. They did a much oh, better yeah. job updating the character. Twenty-first yes. century. She doesn't. I mean, she doesn't the, need the, body the, armor. the modern renditions of Wonder Woman freaking flies. Yeah. yeah, she's she's like Superman level of, of yeah. She's super powerful. And, yeah, yeah, goddess and she could, powers. Yeah, she can wear a business suit and she'd be still right. You know, perfect. I don't know if they're going with that level of superhero in the new television series. Yeah, because uh, the original editions where she was just you know Amazon champion, right? Right. With a little bit of of goddess backing her up, but yeah. not like. Avatar of goddess, like she seems to be in the modern DC right, universe. Right. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, we'll she's see. One of my, she's my one of my few DC like characters, characters that I you really like. Like, and she's yeah, the hate her outfit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what actually comes to the screen. Yeah, it could be the cape all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and in the research thread, we have versus the world's web comic balance break has premiered. And have uh, Barry V.A. link that in the IRC, and I'll also include that in the show notes. Uh, we have some community members who are making a webcomic based loosely on the various personalities around Versus oh, the World. Uh, <laughs> primary <laughs> characters are going to be Emperor and Highlander, and but we will all be playing bit parts at one time or another. Oh, yay. On a webcomic, huh? Yeah. Apparently, we have arrived. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to play the very important drop-in. That's right. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. People yeah. listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Which also right. brings us neatly to the end of the show. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio VTW Productions dot com keep an eye on the front page of the website 
We've got fun stuff coming up in the future. We've got Phoenix Comic Con in mm-hmm. the not yes. too terribly distant future. That's m- end of May. May. So we have some breathing room between now and then. Um, trying to see if we can discuss this after the show, but uh, check out nerdtacular.com. I've heard of that. Uh, it is up in Salt Lake, so it's not terrible. The Nerdbus, unfortunately, is not coming through Arizona this year. Yeah. They are bypassing Arizona. So my my big goal, and we might have a fund drive to help fund this little idea, is to rent our own, maybe like a large SUV, and have it be our, our very own Nerdbus. Small, small-scale edition. But we'll see what comes together between now and that's in June. But just keep an eye on the front page. Follow us on Twitter. Check out the Facebook pages, uh, our particular one maintained by the glorious Daxa, who's been a little bit slacking on the job. This is meant to remind her. Calling them out. Call you. <laughs> wow. On the carpet. When I don't have a microphone. Thank yes, you very exactly. much. <laughs> nice. Oh, a part of my evil plan. Yes. Sorry, Facebook fans. I will get back into it this get week, on I promise. It. Yep. So check us out on the web. You know the rules. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Eyelight. I have been Dexa. I've been Gwenora. They've been sharing a microphone. <laughs> and I've been Grail. We are out of here. Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy trails to you. Till we meet again.